Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy from our studios at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock. So what do we want to talk about on this latest podcast? Well... It was a form of old punishment that was around when many of us were growing up. In fact, chances are you were punished in this way. Sent to bed hungry because you didn't eat what was put in front of you. Now, when we were all growing up, there were two options at dinner time: Take it or leave it. And if you left it, there wasn't another option for food. You went to bed hungry. Well, a clinical psychologist has hit out at this form of punishment and said it is no longer acceptable. Wait till you get a load of this. She claimed that it's a form of bullying and overpowering. She says that the tactic used by parents for years is basically saying, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so you're going to have to do what I want, which leads to more resentment than behavioral change. She also controversially claims that in place of punishment to get kids to eat, today's parents should provide more options for meals. So, basically, uh, you put dinner in front of your child, and your child goes, Ew, I'm not eating that. Uh, Do you make them another dinner? Do you give them a menu every day? Or do you say, well, if you don't eat it, you're going to bed hungry? So that's, this, that's this, what this we want to talk about. just basically wants us to uh, mollycoddle our kids. Is that, and that's, this is what's wrong with parenting now. Parenting in the year 2022 is, is, is just ridiculous. And I say that as a parent of three kids. And this is something that myself and my wife uh, argue about on a regular basis. In fact, we only had this issue uh, last week. Um, because if she had her way, the place would be treated like the Hilton Hotel. What, you'd be giving the kids a menu? They they, they pretty much have a menu. So last week, uh, I like to try different things with the kids. And kids, by their very nature, it's difficult to get them to eat stuff. But it has to be said, the kids nowadays have never had it so good when it comes to options. I mean, when I was a kid, it was stew two days a week. It was casserole another two days a week. And somehow it's shite for the last, whatever, whatever was left. Uh, corned beef and ham or something like that corned beef and cabbage or whatever so the choice that kids have nowadays is absolutely unbelievable compared to the choice that was put in front of us and when I was growing up that's the way it was in my house two options at our table eat it or don't eat it if you don't eat it you're not getting the second option now last week I decided to cook a spaghetti bolognese Um, and as you know for those of you who've ever made spaghetti bolognese it takes a bit of time to make. You have to fry the the, the, the onions and then add the, um, the the mince and the sauce and all that. So it took. A, I was very proud of it. Made a lovely spaghetti bolognese. Took me about forty five minutes to an hour to make it and put it in front of um, the kids. Yeah. Yeah, that's the noise they make. That's no joke, by the way. You should come over for dinner sometime. It's, <laughs> no, you're grand. It's, it's horrific. Uh, yeah, yucky, yucky. Yeah. I said, how do you know it's? This is Luke, by the way. How do you know it's yucky? You haven't even, you haven't even tasted. It. Oh, it looks yucky, Daddy. It looks yucky. Just taste it. So he picked it up. Bit of the bolognese. Barely touches me. Ah, the texture. Ah, don't want it. Don't want it. And of course, straight away, my wife came over to the table and uh, okay. So he is so sorry. He wouldn't even taste it. He wouldn't even taste. It. He just he put it in his mouth and said he didn't like the the texture or whatever. Like absolute horseshit, to be honest with you. And I lost the rag. I lost the rag. You're going to bed hungry. You're not having anything else. And then my wife stepped in and I says, "Well, I'll put you on something different." And she put him on. Um, dough balls, which he loves, dough balls and uh, fish, I think fish fingers or something like that. But you weren't happy. I'm more of an old school parent. Now, I know a lot of you are, are listening to this going, oh God, that's abuse, that's abuse. You can't send your kids um, to bed hungry. Here's the thing. My mother once had an expression. In fact, she still does use this expression. And it's an expression that I live with. And it is hunger is the best sauce. Hunger is the best sauce. What does that even mean? Well, what it means is if you are hungry, you will eat anything. Everything tastes better when you're hungry. And that's that's absolutely true. And if you give kids... Okay, a- so you would have preferred to say to Luke, if you don't eat that, go on off to bed uh, hungry. Yeah. But your wife made him something different. Yeah. 
And I think kids now like that. That's psychology. What's she saying? Give them a give them a menu of options. Would you piss off with your menu of options? But you did uh, in your house. That's what uh, what did happen though. Oh, yeah, because uh, I was overruled, uh, like most men are in their house. Um, and for so you, you believe that if a child refuses to eat what is put in front of them, they should as just... long as it, okay. Here's the thing: no kids are, and I use that old line: kids are, are starving in different countries. Blah 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 blah. Here's the thing: the food that most of us put in front of our kids is actually decent food. Okay, we're not putting crap uh, in front of them. We're not putting the crap that I was served uh, in front of me. We're, we're giving our kids decent food, spaghetti bolognese. Jesus, there's children that would cut off their, their, their right arm for a decent spaghetti bolognese meal. And um, there's no reason for them not to like it other than being awkward. And I think had he been hungry enough, he would have ate that spaghetti bolognese. And I think uh, a lot of you parents listening to this podcast now, you are mollycoddling your kids. Uh, okay, so the question we're asking today is, is it ever acceptable to send a child to bed hungry because they refuse to eat their dinner? That's the question that we want to ask you. We'll kick off straight away, actually, with a WhatsApp voice note. No, send a kid to bed hungry these days, I don't think you can get away with it. Back in the day, yeah, it was a normal thing. But look, there's too many rules out there now on kids, which is a good thing. But I don't think society today would agree too much on sending a kid to bed hungry, whether it be a jam sandwich you give them or let them have a bowl of cereal or something like that. Um, I don't have problems now with my daughter now who would, she snubs at dinner every day. So I would have to actually back off giving them anything in the lead up to dinner so they will eat it. Um, send them to bed hungry, no, there'll be a war in the house. They'll be kicking, they'll be banging, they'll be screaming, they'll be everything. Uh, so, no, I can't say I can agree with it. All right, thanks very much indeed. Uh, we'd love to hear from you on this on 085-825-2626. Is it cruel to send a child to bed hungry if they refuse to eat uh, their dinner? Because according to clinical psychologist Jennifer Baker, sending your child to bed without dinner is a cruel act and it doesn't actually work. And here's the thing, they're not going to die, okay, if they're sent to bed hungry. Hungry uh, on one night, uh, and the thing is, uh, because I know this from from me, when I was sent to bed because I didn't eat my dinner. When you woke up the next day, you ate your bloody breakfast. Mm. You did. You wolfed the breakfast down because you knew um, that it was going to be a while before you got, got fed again. Like giving children options is absolutely ludicrous. Is there any parent listening to this right now who gives their child an option? Because I can't imagine going home this afternoon and saying to my kids, "Okay, now." Okay, the, the option today on the on the a la carte menu is for starter, you can have either melon or prawn cocktail. What would you like? And for main course, you can have uh, fish fingers with dough balls or a lovely bit of hake with mashed potatoes. Which would you like? Now, you get what you're given. That's the, that's the way I run things. Okay, I'd love to find out from you what way you deal with this. Lauren, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Lauren? I'm good, I'm good. Well, Lauren, um, is it cruel uh, bullying and overpowering of a parent to send their child to bed hungry um, yeah look I'm a bit of a walkover <laughs> a bit of a walkover when it comes to that like my kid's dad would absolutely send them to bed if they didn't eat um, want to eat their dinner but I do like would let them have a bowl of cereal or something before bed because um, like I have one child that has sensory issues so she only eats like I mean three or four she eats fruit but she only eats three or four things for her dinner and <laughs> she has done for the past few years so I have to do a different dinner for her um, but like when my when my kids when we were younger, when my kids were younger my sister would make her daughter sit and eat her dinner and she'd make her sit there she'd reheat it three or four times if, until she finished it like and my niece has terrible relationship with food an absolutely terrible relationship mm. with food now um, and I just like would never I would never do that because I imagine sitting there I mean trying to force food into you that you don't want to eat that would just make you sick like I wouldn't do that to my kids but I do um yeah, I'm a bit of a pushover. I don't, I wouldn't purse, I don't send it to bed, even though I keep telling myself and I'm telling them that, you know, if you don't eat your dinner that day, you're not getting anything else. And I they kind of know that I kind of give in, like, you know, so it's, you know, I think that, you know, making different dinners and kind of giving them so many options is kind of like, like feeding into their, you know, making them kind of be the boss. Um, and I think that when you're, you know, you don't let them have snacks, you don't let them have whatever, they do be hungry and they do eat a lot better. I find my kids eat a lot better if I'm more strict 
during the day with stuff um, and then they eat their dinner what I put in front of them but if I'm letting them have like snacks or whatever in between then they're fussy and then they don't eat what they're um, looking to eat Okay so uh, you don't have a menu or anything like that do you? Oh no, no, no I have two kids that are, will eat whatever I put in front of them I have one child that will eat Oh, she's the worst. Like she's so so picky, and then I have one that's like will only eat like she'll only eat like either plain potatoes, um, chicken wings, <laughs> and, and croquettes, and that is it. That's all she eats like for her dinner. Like so, that's the same thing every night for the past whatever amount of years. So I do have to do a couple of different things. Dinner isn't everybody having the same thing? No, not every night. No, no. That's crazy. No, I understand, and you have to make exception for people who have sensory children who have sensory issues or disabilities of any kind. Okay, that's that's fair enough. You can't force that child. Uh, no. That that doesn't like the texture of something, but other than that, there's no re- get a bowl of stew, make them all eat from it, and if they don't, I'm sorry. And I know, you're, and you're, you're right. And my friend will say to me like, "I she's absolutely no way in a million years. She, if you don't eat what's in front of you, then tough shit." Like you know what I mean. So I do know I kind of need to get a little bit more um, uh, of a backbone when it comes to the dinner with the kids. I mm. do know that. You know, but um, I just I hate to talk to them being hungry going to bed. So at your dinner table, you have options. So d- different kids will have different things to eat. Yeah, like if I'm like on a Sunday, if I'm doing a, a Sunday dinner, they eat that. They they eat that. One will kind of pick at it. She won't really eat much. But like, say one won't eat stew. So if I have a stew, I'll have to throw on like you know chicken nuggets or whatever for her. Like you know what I mean? And that that kind of thing. Like there is some dinners like uh, mince and potatoes and kind of thing that they'll all eat. But there is some dinners that they won't eat. All eat at the same time. Like yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you do offer options basically. And I know that I know how bad that is. I know it's wrong, and I know I shouldn't be doing it. But sometimes it's just when you're out walking and you're coming home, and just for an easy life, it's well, it's probably not an easy life really if you're in the long run. But yeah, no, just to kind of get it over and done with, I just do whatever. Like, and I know what it is now. It's not like I have to think about. It. I know I it's just automatic with me now. I don't even think of what I'm doing. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's only when you when you said it that I thought of it. Like you know, but um. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if you send them to bed hungry, like, they'll kind of cop on it after a week or so. <laughs> yeah, okay, so you do um, the exact opposite of what Jeremy is saying, that, uh, you know, if they don't eat it, tough, go to bed. Yeah, yeah. and their dad would be just like Jeremy. He, he would say the same thing. He would say that... Um, you know they're making an, an Asia out of me really like so yeah he would do the same thing he would just say exactly Jeremy do you think they're making an Egypt out of her absolutely and you're a bigger Egypt uh, Lauren for, forgi- for giving know. into them because you I know, know. What what you're teaching them is what you're teaching them is wrong, um, because yeah. life isn't like that. You know what I mean. Sometimes you have to do what. And I said you're yeah. not. If you were putting bloody octopus in front of them, I'd say okay, fair enough. That's a reason for them not to eat it. But when you're putting a bowl of, of pasta with chicken in front of a kid and they don't want to eat it, like get get a grip there. Okay, so uh, will there be spaghetti bolognese in your house again? Well, yeah, because I like making spaghetti bolognese, but I I don't know how I'm going to deal with that situation. I mean. I have a feeling he didn't eat it because he knew that there was going to be an option there if he didn't eat it. Every kid, given the option, will have pizza every day for dinner. Would you agree? Yeah. And I guarantee if I went home and said to the kids, what do you want for dinner today? Pizza, pizza, pizza. Now, a lazy parent would, would say, okay, I'll just put the pizza on because that's a lazy parent. And there's lots of lazy parents who literally, their kids uh, live off pizzas and waffles every single day of the week. And then you wonder why your 10-year-old kid is uh, rolling around the place overweight because you're giving them pizza. Now, Jason, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Jason? Uh, well, Jason, is it cruel? Is it bullying children to send them to bed hungry because they won't eat their dinner? No, it's not a bloody hotel we're running these houses. I mean, you have a handful of kids there. You have three or four kids there. And they all want to. Yeah, picture this. Here we go. Six kids under 10 in a council house in the 80s, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mammy has you all down. There's the lot. No, Mammy, I'll have the brioche today. What do you think would have happened to you? Yeah, you, you would go to bed hungry. <laughs> yeah. You think mother's going to sit down or father, whoever's looking after the kids, and make four or five different meals? What are we teaching our kids? No, you cut out on the junk all day. You give them a nice healthy breakfast in the morning. You cut out on the crap you're feeding them with their five euro chicken rolls every day. Cut out on all that and a nice healthy dinner. And they, they might go to bed one night now. I'm not eating. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. But this this psychologist says. Um, a psychologist, me ass. Well, here's what she said. How many kids has she got? How many kids has she got? Hang on. Here's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> 
sending your kids to bed uh, is hungry is a form of bullying. It's overpowering, and it's saying to your kids, "I'm bigger and stronger than you, so you're going to have to do what I want." She's basically saying it's, no. it's counterproductive. What did you make no, of uh, What did you make of Lauren there, who basically gives them options? Yeah, she'd be tell you she'd spend her life in the kitchen. I feel sorry for anybody who has to do that. Okay, as we said, there is certain kids that they have sensory issues. Okay, you have to make allowance for them. 90% of the kids out there they're just stubborn that's all it is and they just need boundaries the boundary is there's dinner I've made when you're old enough to cook your own dinner cook your own dinner but till then that's what I put on the table I've deemed that fit enough and healthy enough for you now eat it sorry nobody is born hating a certain type of food okay mm. nobody is born no. nobody is born hating mushrooms or hating you develop no. a hatred for them uh, just for, for, for whatever from their parents most of it comes from their parents Jeremy because you'll see their parents squirm at a certain type of food and they get in their head oh I'm not eating that okay so when you hear of uh, parents that uh, do offer an option to their children what do you think I think honestly they're going to spend a long time in the kitchen at balance with their kids I mean at the end of the day you're the parents you're there to put the rules down and decide what they do from day to day until a certain time that they can look after themselves and then get the heck out and get a job and look after yourself but till then you're, you're living under my roof that's the dinner I'm putting down I'm not going in a hotel and I'm not spending my day in that kitchen for you it's plain and simple so would you happily let one of your kids say a 10 year old kid would you happily let your 10 year old child go up to bed stomach bloody rumbling they're not well I tell you if their stomach is rumbling means they haven't eaten a goddamn thing all day and trust me if it's that bad will eat. I don't see any child going to bed here with their stomach rumbling that's bad parenting if they are it means they're not looking after them during the day their, their breakfast their lunch and then their dinner ok stay there for one second if you can please 085-825-2626 is our WhatsApp number this is Darren how's it going lads yeah about your topic about sending your kids to bed hungry uh, yeah I do do it now the reason I do do it is for instance if I'm giving my young fella say spaghetti bolognese and it's something that I know he eats and that he does like and he refuses it He's not holding out for a bowl of broccoli. He's holding out so he can get some chicken nuggets or some pizza. And that's not going to be happening. See, the thing is, once you give in to them once, they're going to just keep on trying it and trying it and trying it. And you're going to have a nightmare every time you try to feed them. And you give in, you give them chicken nuggets. It's probably why we have so many fat little kids going to school nowadays. Good show, lads. Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Dave, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dave? Well, Dave, is it cruel to send kids to bed hungry? Yeah, but, like, uh, Jamie made a very good point. No child is going to bed hungry, right? They'll have their breakfast. They'll have their break in school. Uh, they'll have their lunch. They might have a small snack if you're having your dinner late in the evening. So they're not really going to bed, like, holding their bellies, like, growling uh, loud now, are they? Uh, no. Um, well, it depends on when they last ate. But uh, they'd be missing a meal. Oh, God bless them. The hair grows out them. Children in a first world nation missing out on one meal because they're being fussy little shite off. You know, it's a bit of a non-runner, really, like, is it? Okay, so d- mean, uh, we, we heard from Lauren a couple of minutes ago who uh, gives options to uh, her kids. What do you think of that? Do you think that's madness? She said one of her kids had a sensory issue, so you can obviously cut the woman a break there. Like, you know, like it's not like her child is being fussy. Her child has probably additional needs, and she's meeting those needs. So, mm-hmm. if anything, she's being a good parent in that respect. But I mean, come on, let's just sit now with your kids going right now. Uh, on the menu tonight is steak, uh, chicken supreme, and a bit of frog broth. Yeah, that's my bother. No, but I'm just saying. I mean, like. Like, if I just said that to my ma when she was younger, she was like, you either eat your dinner or fuck off up to bed. That's it. End of story. And, and, and that's uh, uh, that's what Jeremy is saying he wanted to do with his own young fellow when he wouldn't even uh, look at the spaghetti bolognese. Yeah, you see, yeah, you see, that's why father's always the one to do the tough love because Manny is usually the one that, that's, um, particularly nowadays, that's the, the one who's going to crack first because her little baby has rumblies and they're tumbling. Like, you know? It's funny, all the caller, all the male callers so far on this topic have all agreed. We've, we all agree with each other. Um, is there any mother that agrees with what we're doing? Or is this just a fatherly thing? Like my mom, I, I think it's just mothers nowadays are a bit softer because like my mom back in the day would have said, eat your dinner or don't eat your dinner. I don't particularly care. You know? I like, don't exactly. get wrong, she was a lovely, kind-hearted, gentle woman. But when it came to stuff like that, there was no messing around and there was no bullshit. Like, when we say to our young people, we say, what's for dinner tonight? We're having stew. Don't like stew. Right, but piss off and make an omelet for yourself or eat a piece of fruit. That's it. Kitchen clothes. Right, okay. So it's it's literally that black and white. We're having this for dinner today. If you want it, you can have it. I'll put it to you this way. My uncle's going camping with the scouts there for the weekend, right? 
Do you think the scout leaders are going to deal with kids going, oh, but I don't want what you're cooking over the campfire? No, they won't. They'll say either eat the food that's there or don't eat anything. Being a parent, right? It's a benevolent dictatorship. It's not a fucking democracy. You know, and he's like, you shouldn't be telling your kids that you have the power to control what we eat for dinner. Like, if your kids want to choose what to eat for dinner, go get a job, buy their own food. But when mommy and daddy are calling the shots, you do what mommy and daddy say. Well, uh, as I said, this psychologist described this as uh, a form of bullying. Yeah, that psychologist want to put her head out of her fucking ass now, to be honest with you. I'm sorry. The brother's the other line she said. It's, it's the way your parents say, I'm bigger than you and you do what I say. Yes. Yeah, isn't that like the whole like part and part of being a parent? Like, I am bigger than you and you do what I say because I'm a parent. Like, so long as you're not being actually abusive to your kids. She's like, well, what should we do next? And uh, get the kids up in the morning and say, would you like to go to school today or would you like to take a mental health day for yourself? I mean, like, you have to be a parent. You have, sometimes you have to be the bad guy. You have to because you can't let your kids just do what they want all the time. Okay, so send them to bed hungry. If they refuse to eat their dinner, tough. They're not going to bed hungry, though, but that's, that's the thing about it. They might, they might be a little bit peckish, but they're not going to bed hungry because it's not like their dinner is the only meal they've had all day long. He's making a good, bo- he's making a good point, is he not? Uh, no, I, I, I get it, but uh, an awful lot of parents, as you will know, um, just can't uh, bring themselves to uh, say to their kids, well, off you go, uh, off you go to bed hungry. That's the bottom line. Uh, let's bring in some more of your uh, opinions on this. And this is David. Hey, lads. Um, I don't believe in uh, giving really kids a, a, an option. But, like, I have three kids and you know, they're all kind of fussy eaters. He, you know, one will say, oh, I don't like this. I don't like vegetables. You're allowed to say, oh, I don't like the sauce. You know, all this kind of stuff. But um, just a little tip for parents there when you were mentioning about bolognese. Like, I had uh, the two lads and they were... Um, they vegetables so what I used to do was I used to get the sauce and I used to get a whole heap of vegetables broccolis and you know the whole lot I used to throw it all into a blender and I'd blend the shit out of it for about 30 or 40 seconds so it was completely smooth and uh, I'd make a bolognese you know I'd say do you want vegetables and that to be like oh no no god no so I dished them up the, the vegetables and all already pre-mixed and they'd, uh, they'd be saying oh that that's lovely oh this is lovely you know we'll do this again I had not a clue like until I actually told them that you know the vegetables are in that so you're still getting all the goodness into them Cheers. all right thanks very much indeed uh david let me go to line one and that is juanita you're on opinions matter hi juanita hello adrian how are you good thank you um well juanita what's your view on this we've been hearing from a lot of men saying that um tough if you don't eat your dinner you're going to bed hungry uh, you're horrified by what you're hearing well i would classify that as being a bit of child abuse not feeding your child to me would be a little bit abusive. A little bit abusive? Well, is it not a form of negligence? Well, if you, uh, uh, no, if, if you weren't feeding your child, in other words, if you weren't putting anything on the table for them, that would be uh, cruelty, okay. all right? But the outcome is still the same. The no, you're, you, are going to bed with nothing in their stomachs. No, but you're offering them food. And uh, so say, for example, last week, Jeremy made spaghetti bolognese. His young fella turned his nose up at it, didn't want it, and uh, refused to eat it. Jeremy wanted you, to say... you imagine someone trying to make you eat something that you don't like? Well, if you were listening to the start of the topic, you would have heard me say that he didn't even taste it. He put it into his mouth and spat it out. And oh, that's... Maybe he knows he doesn't want it. So I should have given him... How many options should I have given him then? Because... Well, you don't let your child go to bed hungry. The poor creator, you can't do that. But he didn't go to bed hungry in the end. But the point the point is, if he had his way, he would eat pizza um, seven nights a week. That's all he would have. I would P- give my kids a choice on what they want to eat. The only thing that they're not allowed to eat is anything meat-based because I'm raising my children as vegetarian and vegan. But no. Right, okay. So give them options, do you? Well, sending a child to bed with no food is a form of child abuse. Is a form of child abuse. But hang on, if you're offering the child something to eat and the child says, no, I'm not having that, um, a lot of callers have been saying, don't offer them anything else if they don't want to eat what's put in front of them. But then your child goes to bed with no food. Yeah, but by their choice, though. But it doesn't matter. You wouldn't go to bed hungry. There's often if you're doing that to your child, then you should be reported to services. So who's going to who's going to report you to services? I mean, and how well, I mean, you... if you're not feeding your child, 
You shouldn't dictate what your child should eat. They should be allowed to choose themselves. I don't think this woman is getting the, the point we're making. We're not talking about locking children in a room for two days without any, without without any food. to bed without any food. Okay, so hang on. You sit a child down at the table. You put a dinner in front of them. They turn their nose up at it. Say, I'm not having that. Uh, what do you do then? You give them an alternative. You don't send them to bed hungry. Well, no. crazy. You can't do that. Uh, Jay, what do you make of that? You can't send them to bed hungry, God love them. How long do we keep cooking for them until they decide, okay, I'll have this now? So Why are you prepared to make food? Why should we force well, them to eat not something that don't like? No, no, I don't know if you have kids or not, okay? One of my children will I eat today, today, okay? And have your kids never had something today and refused point blank to eat it tomorrow? Yes, I have give kids them there that they don't want it. Have you nothing else? And how many meals are you prepared to make here? Well, they're quite good. They're quite good with what they eat. Okay, so uh, whether you have a fussy kid who's just one of them, I have a load of kids. I've eight kids, okay? So I've been through it with them all. I've been through the whole lot of trying to get kids eating. I've had one swear blind, she's never had an egg in her life, and I showed her a picture of her eating about an egg two days earlier. So are you, are you, a, are you a parent? So that's what I mean. So, 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 hold on. Are you the parent or the friend of the child? Because if you're the parent, you lay down, you lay down the law. You say, this is what we're having today, and that's it. I mean, I've never Sorry, known Joseph, anybody Sorry, to put a menu in front of their children. Sorry, Joseph, but do you mind if I cut in there? You are, you are the parent, and as a parent, it is yeah. your job to make sure that your child goes to bed, not hungry. Yeah, okay, so do I sit there and say to my children, okay, what would you like me to do today? Now, I mightn't have what they want in the fridge, so do I run down the shop and get it because that's what well, they I want? I ask so my it's children eight. every day before I go to the shops what they would like for their dinner. Because I want Should to you shop every day? I do, a week, I do only shop them once a week, so we plan our dinner for the week. you would buy all foods to cater oh, for yeah, yeah. like. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to cater for four or five different meals a day. If you go I mean, to a restaurant and, you're, uh, and you go to a restaurant, that's a restaurant. That's a menu. You're handed a menu in a restaurant. I'm going to pay for that meal. My kids can pick and choose what they want because a restaurant has so that, many meals made and has a big fridge. No, it's not a restaurant, look. It's a house. It's a home. My partner and me have set up bloody things to be done than making five, six different meals. Joseph, Joseth, how is that trying to do? So when do I get Same home to wash and dry the clothes? Sorry, sorry, when do we get to Sorry, I, 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 thought, I, I, I loved. I, I want to get to the bottom of this. When do I do the rest of the housework then? If I'm spending my day right now at menu from the kids. Maybe don't have eight children. Is that what you said? Eight oh children. Maybe God. don't have eight children, and you be able to cater for the ones that you can look after. I'm just actually a little bit taken aback, to be honest. So I shouldn't have as many kids. I'm not going to cater to all their their their, their uh, dietary requirements. Is that what you're saying? I have to make eight it sounds to me like your issue is the fact that you'd have to cook for eight different children. Hang on, Juanita. Do, do you think that um, he should serve eight different dinners to eight different children? Yeah. Adrian, if you sat down to have your dinner and someone put in front of you something you didn't want to eat, what would you do? Uh, I wouldn't eat it. I would exactly. leave, yeah, why should we expect yeah. our little people to eat it? Our we little shouldn't. people, oh, God. Well, I only have the only diet. Oh, you're a vegan. Yeah, I'm sure you're a vegan. Anything but meat. If they want to have anything, they can have it. We just. Oh, what they want to eat? What if they want to eat? What if one of them wanted a burger? No, sorry. What if one of them wanted a burger? No, never. So then you're dictating. But see, so now you're dictating to your children what they're eating. Are you calling me a hypocrite? Yeah, you're dead right. You just said, make the children what they want. I've asked you if you're one of your children, my children, my children understand the values and why my values and my husband's values and why we don't yeah. want anything meat. They no, understand so you don't want them eating meat. So you have just you have just dictated to your children what but they, they can and cannot eat. They want. I don't oh, force but them they can't to have what do they anything. Want. So no, they yeah, you're forcing them not to eat meat. They How do you know? Meat. How do you know? Did you ever give it to them? Because I know my children. Did you they ever give it to them? And I know what my kids will eat. So no. if one of my kids today says, I'm not eating that, I know they'll eat it because they had it two days ago. You're a second fool, love. 
Will you get your hand, your head out of the grass there? And, and, and listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying. Listen to what you're saying. You're telling me I should make what my kids want, and you're now saying that you will dictate to your kids what they will eat. And I've asked you, if one of your kids wants to eat, will you let me eat? Just take a breath and let me Hang on. What what is uh, if, if if I'm not mistaken, I spoke to you before. Is that right? Uh, with regard to v- did, being a... and I, I, was, I know things ended up fairly heated, Adrian. We ended up having a little bit of a row at the end over it. But you know, I explained my reasons to you and to. But do you to not uh, do you not accept what uh, Jason is saying that it is a little bit hypocritical of you to, on the one hand, be giving out about parents uh, not giving in to their kids, and uh, at the same time, you tell your kids you're not having meat. How dare anyone sit here and brand me as hypocritical when I have done something for an ethical reason? My children don't eat meat for ethical reasons, but that does not mean that I would let my children go to bed hungry. Okay, so you, so in your house... It is not ethical to eat meat. It is unethical to send your children that's to bed okay, that's hungry. That's a conversation for another day. We've spoken about that before. But no, Can I ask you a genuine question? What do you think is going to happen if a child goes to bed without having a meal this evening? So say, for instance, my I young... I don't my, think that no, it's going to cause any damage, but yeah. I know myself, I don't want to go to bed with an empty tummy. Jesus, oftentimes I go to bed hungry if I'm working late and I didn't get well, a chance to... If I to... have the option of eating, I'd rather have something to eat and not have a rumbling stomach, tummy all But you night. can't expect... You're not going to do okay, that to my children. Say, for instance, Jason, who has eight kids, yeah? Um, and supposing one of them wants meatballs, one of them wants chicken, one of them wants steak, one of them wants uh, don't fish... don't have eight kids. You're just making it complicated for yourself. You should have put something Why on the end of it, Jason. You should have put something on the end of it. That's just... What you're doing and is why? actually unethical for the environment and for the universe. Oh, will you get that thing off the phone? I'm going to hang up that because <laughs> I'm going to lose the head with that fucking head case. How dare she say my <laughs> kids are unethical? You're a fucking head case, love. Your kids should be good in care. Go on and eat your grass and your legs. is unethical for the universe. Oh my God, you absolute space. You know this I is what's wrong with the world. Day. This is what. Discuss it. You're mad, love. You deserve locking Why up you, Bill. You Go have on. eight children when you don't even want to cook for them. I don't understand. Oh, sorry? What are you talking Why about? You want to have you? I think you over. I think you heard me and you're, pretend, you're playing ignorant now. So I'm just. I'm not playing ignorant. I had eight kids because I wanted to have eight kids. Children, I look Joseph. after my kids. I'm just not going to let them dictate to me the way you dictate to your kids. But it sounds to okay? me that you're having trouble keeping up with them all. Oh, I'm not having any trouble at all. My kids are great. They've all moved on. I have a bloody brilliant life. My kids are wet. No, my kids are well, are well informed. They're, thank God they had decent parents around them, not like a head case like you, love. No. You need your head well, examined with look that, 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 you know, this, uh, this is another thing, Adrian, and maybe you'll come back to when I know I've messaged you before about it, my issue with people having such large families nowadays. You know, the, Why, what is your issue with that? I just, I'll come into that another day and I would like to talk to you properly at length about it. But I do have an issue with the likes of, well, Joseph there, who's just, I assume he's just hung up because he's acting like a belligerent fool. He has eight children and his issue is obviously that he cannot look after the children that he has because he's giving out about having to make meals that they like. No, uh, what he was saying was he just doesn't uh, offer options. In other words, they... who would let their children... All of them have the same thing to eat. Yes, but if you don't want to eat something, you won't eat it. Okay, Why stay. Uh, you expect your little people to do so. Okay, stay there for a second. I've been asked to play this WhatsApp uh, voice note uh, for you. Have a listen to this. Can somebody please tell me how it would be a form of negligence not feeding your kids if you've given them food? It's just they've been bowel brats and won't eat it. There's a difference. It's not like you're starving your kids. It's not like you're saying. Do you know what? No, I couldn't be arsed cooking you dinner tonight or anything. If it's a food that they sit down and they've eaten before and they want to eat and they're just being a bowel brat for the night and don't want to eat, then tough. Why should parents make a dinner for a child if the child's going to refuse it and have to go along and give him crisps or give him toast or give him something like that? That's not food. A child has to learn that that is what you eat if you are given it. Okay, Thanks, there you go. Um, what do you say to that one, Ita? Well, to be honest, Adrian, I'll, I'll be very honest here. I'm, I'm a bit speechless 
that somebody would refer to a child who doesn't want to eat as a bold brat. Like, am I hearing that right? Um, a bold brat, because they don't want to eat. Because they don't want to, to eat, yeah. To, to call a child such a name, the children are like us. They're smaller versions of what we are. They don't want to eat some things like we don't want to eat some things. You don't let a child go to bed. Someone who should let, who would let their child go to bed hungry or without food, regardless of whether they've denied the food they've been given or refused to eat it, should be reported because it's a form of negligence. It's a form of negligence. Form of negligence. I would yeah, agree. I, I would agree, um, Janita. If if um, you were putting. Say, I'm trying to think of the, the most disgusting media you If you're putting a uh, squid in front of your seven-year-old, okay? So, I don't know what... Well, that age... wouldn't happen in our house. Okay, so. I don't know what age your children are, Janita, but if you were to put uh, a bowl of squid in front of your seven-year-old and the seven-year-old was go, oh, that's disgusting, I could completely understand. But we're talking about wholesome meals, meals that we all grew up on. The likes, uh, in my house, we don't cook anything fancy, spaghetti bolognese, pasta with pesto, um, you know, uh, chicken casserole we do once a week uh, tonight. Would you not think about cutting down on your meat intake, Jeremy? Well, you don't tell me what to cook and what not to cook, but tonight... Well, I'm just wondering well, there, 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 There's no meat on the menu this no, evening. There's no menu on the... Let's have an adult conversation here. Why, why, would you not, why would you not try and help the environment? Okay, and, well, you know, why okay. do you believe it's ethical to okay, eat animals? It's a you okay. you're better than animals. Okay, well, I'm not eating animal this evening, Janita. I'm having... Juanita. 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 Sorry, it's a J... How ignorant. But it says J-A-N-I-T-A on my screen. Um, tonight we're having a tortilla de española. So we're having a, a Spanish omelettes uh, in the house. Um, and it's one of the easiest things for a child to eat. But I know that he's going to say, can I have pizza instead? Can I have pizza? I know. I'm, I'm sorry. After this conversation, I'm going to persevere this evening. And he's not leaving the table until... Okay. Uh, what are ways of making healthy pizzas that don't have to be high in fat. Can't eat pizza. You can't eat pizza every day. They get because they get well, fed. No, but you don't. You can offer them alternatives that they would like. Well, you is, can the, bargain the, and negotiate. Well, the the alternative this evening is Spanish omelette or zilch. That's the bottom line. Well, a Spanish omelette now wouldn't really be a dinner. I wouldn't eat that Sorry. if someone gave me that for my dinner. Yeah, you obviously haven't tasted my Spanish you're omelette. A, you're a parent. You should be providing whole meal, whole, whole good wholesome meals for your child. So and okay. an omelette yeah, yeah, yeah. is not a wholesome meal. So your omelette isn't a whole what the. F- <laughs> But they're omelets. Do you even know what's in a Spanish omelet? It's only potato, isn't it? Well, I wouldn't eat an omelet because I don't eat eggs. Okay. An omelet is a breakfast item as far as I'm concerned. You you would give your child a breakfast item for dinner. It's another conversation. Stay there for one second if you can, please. Uh, Let's have a listen to this from David. Hey lads, um, I don't believe in uh, giving really kids an option, but like I have three kids and they're all kind of fussy eaters. You know, one will say, oh, I don't like this, I don't like vegetables. You'll say, oh, I don't like the sauce, you know, all this kind of stuff. But um, just a little tip for parents there when you were mentioning about bolognese. Like I had uh, the two lads and they um, they wouldn't eat vegetables. So what I used to do was I used to get the sauce and I used to get a whole heap of vegetables, broccolis and, you know, the whole lot. I used to throw it all into a blender and I'd blend the shit out of it for about 30 or 40 seconds so it was completely smooth and uh, I'd make a bolognese you know I'd say do you want vegetables and that they'd be like oh no no god no so I dished them up the, the vegetables and all already pre-mixed and they'd, uh, they'd be saying oh dad that's lovely oh this is lovely you know we'll do this again I had not a clue like until I actually told them that you know the vegetables are in that so you still get all the goodness into them it's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy where your opinion counts now, Dara, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dara? I'm good, thank you. Apologies, my voice was a bit gone still. Let's see, you, you sound very husky. You sound very husky. Now, um, what did you want to say on this, Dara? Uh, is it cruel, um, and uh, this psychologist says it is, to send a child to uh, bed hungry? Yes, um, I think it would be, because I think at the end of the day, like we're not starting majors directing our kids like as if they're lesser than us. And I just think this whole attitude of like, they're the kids, they have to listen and do as they're told. I just don't agree with that style of parenting in general. I think you need to have respect for your child. Okay, and uh, uh, does that respect for your child uh, mean offering them like a menu for for dinner? Let them have a choice. No, so what, what I do is I bring my daughter to the shop with me most days. And I'll ask her what you feel like tonight. And we, like, because I've encouraged her since the age to try so many different things, of course, when she was small, she didn't like everything. 
Um, but now because of that, she she generally does eat really good healthy food, and she'll pick meals that we can have together. Like we last night, we had like a salad together and pasta and something else on the side, and she had it all. She had her own Caesar salad, you know. And she's you know she'll eat out in restaurants with me. She'll try everything off the menus. Um, you know, she'll even order like tapas, like olives, and she was never like that. But I think because I would give her respect and the choice, we would choose dinner together. Now she eats almost everything, and she was always she was never like that. Okay, but, um, so she, so you so respect. you never forced her to eat anything in particular. Never, and I think forcing an agenda always produces the opposite effect. The more you force and push against your child. They're going to rebel against you. I always encourage her to try, and then she'd see me trying nice foods, and then she'd often ask, "And could you try a piece?" Of course, she doesn't love all the same things. I okay, do. so uh, so and Jeremy, so Jeremy's young fella um, was offered spaghetti bolognese. Was it the first time he was ever offered spaghetti bolognese. I think, he, I think he had it before when he was a baby, and he didn't he didn't know how to say no to it, and he did enjoy it. Uh, the other thing he doesn't like, by the way, which I make a lovely one, he doesn't like lasagna either, uh, which I don't understand. And again, that's a wholesome meal. There's no reason for a child not to like lasagna. No, I don't like lasagna. Yeah, if you put lasagna in front of me, I wouldn't eat it. But you're, you're not a child. No, uh, but this is the point that um, that lady Juanita was making, that you wouldn't eat something that was put in front of you that you didn't like. Yeah, but we need to stop, and with the greatest respect, Ara, I think we need to stop t- treating children like our equals, because children aren't our equals. Um, they are our equals. Uh, they, they are absolutely our equals. If you treat a child like they're lesser than, that's how they're going to treat people later on in life. You need to respect a child. And in fact, uh, that's, exactly what the, uh, that's exactly what the psychologist Jennifer Baker said. Uh, using that tactic is uh, saying, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so you're going to have to do what I want. Well, you are bigger. Yeah, it's you, bullying. It is bullying. What it's is like, bullying? I'm big, you're small, you okay. better listen to me. Absolutely not. They're here to teach us just as much as we are to teach them. And okay. you'll see how your relationship will be later on. If no, you, you see, this is, this is one of my big issues with parenting nowadays, Dara, is that a lot of parents try to be their kids' best friends instead of their parent. You often hear, and you, you hear it a lot with mothers. You hear mothers when they're talking about their sons and daughters. Ah, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Liz's best friend. My li- little Liz and me are best friends. No, no you can't be the child's, you can't be the child's best friend. Between. Yeah, but, but you're... No, 100%. But you're saying my you... daughter is my friend, 100%, but she's also the most respectful child you'll ever meet. And I often get complimented on how respectful and mannerly she is and respectful she is of other people because I show her how to be respectful because I'm respectful towards her. Okay, but suppose, in suppose, turn, supposing... This in, is in, in other words, what Dara is saying is gone are the days where uh, parenting is dictatorial. You're a dictator in your That's why the world's gone to shit, by the way. And that's why kids have no... Why, because parents aren't dictators anymore? That's why kids have no respect for anything nowadays. No, but I'm just telling you the opposite is true. My daughter is like literally the most respectful four-year-old. Yeah, but that's the exception to the rule. So supposing your daughter, you you arrived home this uh, this evening at six o'clock and your daughter said, Mammy, I'm after finding a um, a Whisper Easter egg uh, left over in the fridge. I want to have that for dinner. I want to have a Whisper Easter egg for dinner. I don't want want the the chicken dish you made. I want a Whisper Easter egg. Would you let her have it? No, but she knows that she wouldn't have dessert until she has dinner. But then, like you're, then, you're di- then you're dic- you are dictating to her. You're telling but her. But I've never been like, if you don't eat this, you're not getting this or that. I'm always like, let's have dinner first, otherwise your body could get sore because it's too much sugar. But then you did, uh, uh, let me read a message uh, that's just come in to us from John, and he says. Parents like these women, and that was uh, that you, uh, Dara, and Juanita was on a while ago, are the reason why kids are pricks these days. Jesus. What do you say to that? I think I think the opposite is true. Because again, I'm not trying to say that I'm the best parents in the world. Of course, I'm not. But what I will say is that the one thing that I get complimented on by strangers every weekend is how well mannerly and respectful. I'm good, my four-year-old is, but I can literally bring her to Michelin star restaurants and she'll sit there for two hours chatting. She won't throw tantrums. She's so nice to everyone. She's genuinely respectful, really good-mannered, disciplined girl, even though I don't need to throw my like weight around and be like, oh, I'm the boss, you better listen. We have a mutual respect for each other and she's very, very mature. And I think that's as a result of me treating her almost like an adult. And I think... That's actually creating great humours in the world. Well, actually, stay, stay there. Stay there for a second, because uh, on the other line, I have uh, John. John, I just read out your uh, message a moment ago, where you uh, said, uh, par- "Hang on, uh, parents like her are the reason why kids are pricks these days." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
What do you mean by that? If a three-third child like they're equal, it means they can go off and do anything they want because they're equal to a I know it's a load of kids these days that the parents, you know, oh, do what you want, Jack. Oh, do you want this? Do you want that? They're awesome. They go around, smashing up places, sitting outside, shouting the beautiful season and the usual thing. And it's always the same by the parents. Well, I can tell you for a fact that that is the opposite of the type of child that my daughter what is. What age is that? She's four. She's four. Okay, yeah. Well, she's four now, five. She's five. Where is she going to have a couple of in her teenage years? No, and that's, that's and again, I've seen, I've seen boys that are her age that are literally hurt and abused. They don't listen to the mom and dad. The mom and dad are like coming down and all the stories carrying on them. Because you're treating them like you're equal. They're not. You're equal. They're your children. No, the I'm treating her like she's equal and she's better mannered than most of the kids in her class who I see parents yeah. screaming and shouting to know like it doesn't work and the kids just fight back and shout back and they're like the biggest shit that I see because, because they don't get respect being they, like they need to scream to get respect she is an equal because they're being treated as equal in the house like, do you not see that your child is not your equal at the end of the day if your of child is wrong under the age of 18 if your child is ending wrong under the age of 18 you get done from 0 to 18 years of age as much as you don't fucking like it that's the truth so at the end yeah, of the day exactly. if, exactly. You know, if you treat your child like she is because I show her at home I'm not talking about education in the school sense I'm talking about uh, morally what's good and bad and she sees that through my actions towards her. What better well, you always say that if she's a product of her parents, if she sees a respectful mom at home, she's going to be a respectful woman in the real world. Hang on, let me, let me go back to the uh, psychologist that I was quoting earlier on. Um, and she says, sending your child to bed without dinner is a cruel act. It doesn't actually work. It's a form of bullying. Uh, it's saying to your child, I'm bigger and stronger than you, so you're going to have to do what I want, which leads uh, to resentment rather than behavior change. In other words, uh, your type of parenting, John, by the sounds of it, sounds like bullying. Do you catch your own parents as bullies? No I, no, I agree with you, John. I had a fairly relatively strict upbringing, and I think it did me the world of good. And when I see... Oh, yeah, I absolutely. Like, my parents were the, the nicest people on the planet. But when I did something wrong, yep. oh, believe you me, I, I fucking knew about it. And my kids, if they do something wrong, they'll know about it. And in fact, one but of the... One of, the sto- one of the stories, John, that um, my mother regularly tells, and my family regularly tell, looking back on it now with laughter, was the day that my mother poured a bowl of tapioca over my head because I wouldn't eat it. Really? Yeah, so... Um, for those of you going, for I, those remember being a, I, I remember being a child sitting in a, well, in a chair and I was wouldn't eat the food. My mother had a wooden spoon in one hand and the, and the spoon of the spoon in the other hand and the wooden spoon had come up and the mouth had opened and the yep. food would go in. Yeah, well, there was one That's day... The I was brought up. Yeah, there was one day I was served a bowl of tapioca for dessert now tapioca for those of you who don't know is the most disgusting thing you could ever eat it's like frog spawn and it was put in front of me and um, I dug my heels in and said I couldn't eat it it was disgusting and she dug her heels in and, and said, ended up pouring it over your and head said, and then she said at the end of she had about an hour later when I still was still sitting there and the soaps were about to come on she wanted to watch Coronation she said ah for God's sake I just threw it over my head <laughs> <laughs> and, and, the, and the thing she says about it now looking back on it she says it ended up she ended up spending the next hour trying to clean it up off the carpet so it ended up yeah. uh, backfiring on it but you know it was more of a fucking punishment for her than yeah, it was yeah but different different times yeah, yeah. Uh, le- le- uh, Dara I just want to finish up with you and, and back to the, the conversation that we were having do you think it is cruel of a parent to say to their child well if you're not eating that you can go to bed hungry yeah because again I think it's sending a message that you don't respect uh, what they want and that their voice basically means nothing um, and I think that's, and you can read a lot of psychological reports say that, the minute you take away the child's power, that's when they want to act out and scream or act like the kids in school that are the bullies and shouting, you know, because they don't have a voice at home because the parents are not respecting what they want. Okay, I think the opposite is true. Okay, well, let me, let me, let me, kids okay, well, let me put, homes, let me put a final question to you, Dara. Uh, we all grew up in different times where parenting was a lot stricter than it is now. Um, down to everything, down to, you know, most of my friends who have kids, they bring them to McDonald's twice a week. Now, when I was a kid, the only time I got McDonald's was when it was a friend's birthday party. Uh, I wasn't allowed fizzy drinks. Um, I was only allowed sweets at the weekend. That's all gone to shit now. You see kids outside shops sitting in prams.
was drinking cans of Fanta. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, if parenting was that bad in the 70s and 80s, as in the, the area we all grew up in, how come we're not all screwed up in the head? How come I'm not a com- oh. complete, complete vegetable at the moment because of the way I was brought up? I turned out into... Well, I don't think, I don't think it means you're going to be a complete disaster because of those things. But I do think, for example, my relationship with my mother, she was like normal like every other mom, like that very strict with those kind of things. I also got a snooty thrown in my face that I didn't think before when I was smaller. But I think as a result that I didn't have as close relationship with her as I do with my daughter now. And I wanted to change that, you know, when I became a mother, mm. that I would be very open and respectful and not that way. And I'm definitely a much more loving mom in my eyes. Not that she wasn't loving my own mother. But if you see how me and my daughter are and how often we tell each other we love each other and, you know, it's completely different to what my parents were like and also what my friends' parents were like. Okay, so, uh, so uh, yes, yeah, so you don't have that dictatorial uh, parenting. No. You're um, you treat her as an equal. Yes, one hundred percent. All right, great to talk uh, to you as always, her, Dara. Read the Easter egg tonight. That's what I uh, said. Let's have a listen to what Kian has to say. Sorry, lads. Uh, so about that topic about sending your kids to bed hungry if they don't want to eat their dinner. I just I think with these days, parents are just not creative enough. Like when I had a phase where I didn't want to eat anything for dinner that I didn't grow myself. And obviously it takes months and stuff to grow veg. So my parents just kind of had a quick workaround. So when I would come home from school, my dad would go pick me up. My mom would run out to the garden and plant a few things into the into a special pot was called my dinner pot. And I'd go out there as like a you know, five-year-old, six-year-old digging up a tin of beans and a packet of sausages or something like that every other day. And then that's what we had for dinner. You know, it is just, there needs to just be ways for parents to work around the kids are picky kids are annoying that's what they're meant to be I mean they've no idea or concept as to oh yeah no I need to eat this to kind of get along and half the times it's not something we've ever tried before as a child that we just don't like the look of it or whatever but you just kind of need to get a few workarounds with it you know and just kind of figure that one out but it's not cruel to send your kid to bed hungry I've often had a fucking oh dinner for uh, breakfast <laughs> alright thanks very much indeed Keen Kira She's just said you cannot dictate what your children do and do not eat. She's making her kids be vegan. Oh, my God. That is child abuse. Her kids are not getting enough nutrients. Vegan me fucking arse. Oh, get her off. <laughs> I say it as it is there, Kira. And finally, uh, Brendan. Now, if that bloody Lula there, if one of her kids wanted a lump of meat there before they went to bed, sure, she'd let them go to bed hungry as well. Fucking fruit. <laughs> vegan. That, uh, that refers back to Juanita who was on with us. My two favourite quotes from today's show, vegan my arse and fucking fruitcake. <laughs> I love this show sometimes. I do myself. Um, There's no no other podcast like it. There is no other podcast like it. And if you enjoyed the podcast, what do we want them to do? We want you to uh, subscribe and click the little bell there in Spotify. Ding! That's the noise it makes, yeah. And you will never miss another podcast of Opinions Matter because, as I said, there are thousands and thousands of podcasts out there, but you don't get them like this. No, you just don't. Um, And share uh, the podcast with your friends on social media, if you would. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Light app.